Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a bi-weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Joshua Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? I would like to personally apologize for the uh, space between episodes. I had I had to recover from Carol Baskin's performance on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> did you Did you watch some of that? I watched the first episode. I, oh, we're, okay. We're We're gonna jump back in. She's still on it. We'll jump back in. Oh man, God we damn. watched it, and it's like Dancing with the Stars. So it's like you know, sixteen hours long. And um, of course, they saved Carol Baskin for last because that's that's the only person. It's TV, right? Yeah, it's the only one that, that's <laughs> and, drawing people in. And I I said to Cassandra, um, I was like, so I mean, I've seen enough of the show because you know my mom used to watch it, um, and it's been on for eighty five years. So I, I I saw it when I was living with my folks. Um, I was like, watch, Carol Baskin's gonna dance to Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> and she did oh no and it was glorious and then i needed a nap for three weeks so now we're here oh i'm sorry you had to go through that i'm, I'm i mean i i'm not really? i still haven't watched a minute of that friggin show and i i don't I, I never will it's very weird now with uh with all the social distancing they're just two people dancing on corners of the dance floor you, you're That's, you're kidding I'm kidding. Yes. Okay. okay good. But good. everybody else is social distance, just not the dancers. Sure. Okay. They're all up in each other's business. Oh my God. All right. Well, that's happening, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta watch this week's episode. I, I'm very excited. Well, since uh, we haven't been together in a while, uh, let's let's get our nerdy fix. Because I in mentioned. A while. It, um. That's. Does that play? Does that work? No. Nah. I don't think no. it does. Sorry. So since it's been a while since we've been together, I am just jonesing to talk about the nerdy world. So let's just jump right into this. Let's talk about the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV. See how it's affecting movies. But most of all, Brian, how is this affecting you? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. Hey, guess what, guys? What? what? Wow. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, Marvel's Phase 4. Would you believe this, guys? Delayed again. Everything is delayed. Would everything you everything this? is delayed, pushed back. Can you believe that? On hiatus. So Marvel's Phase 4 was supposed to kick off back in May with Black Widow. However, the studio pushed it back to November. And though we pretty much knew this was going to happen, the movie is uh, not going to be opening on November 20th, but instead is going to be opening on May 7th in 2021, which is basically one year later from when it was initially supposed to open. So... This has ripples of consequences because if you delay Black Widow, you delay Eternals. If you delay Eternals, you delay uh, Shang-Chi. And if you, I mean, there's just it, it's just a, a ball that keeps rolling downhill, just pushing everything in its path back. You know what this means? What, what does that mean? Disney's experiment of releasing Mulan on Disney Plus failed miserably. They made their money. It just wasn't critically accepted. It, it's... Mm. I think there was a uh, film no. theory about this where they talked about the money and how much money it made. No, there wasn't. A. B, oh, you know, it was Charlie with Dan. That's what it was. B. There's no freaking way it made the money that they were they needed. Oh, not the make. money that they wanted it to make. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. So, yeah, no. so, so failure. But they've been very clear that Black Widow is not a Disney Plus thing. That this was this this needed to be theatrical. That this was the <sighs> this was the the part. I mean, even I'm, when theaters are open, does anything need to be theatrical right now? So wh- why did they why did they jump like they leapfrogged uh, Eternals over Shang-Chi? 
Eternals has always been before Shang-Chi. Uh, yeah. It's not anymore. It's now after. Oh. What? Yeah, they moved they moved Eternals from February to, to November, and they moved Shang-Chi from May to July. Well, I think, uh, you know, the funny thing is a lot of things have uh, jumped Shang-Chi, because WandaVision was supposed to come out after Shang-Chi. Right, right, but now, but now Thor is scheduled to come out before Black Widow. Maybe they're further. No, no, it's not. Wait. Black Widow. Black Widow is five seven twenty one. Uh huh. Thor is February eleventh twenty one. Is what this is saying. That'll be. That'll probably be pushed. That's got it. That's gonna have to be pushed. The only things that they've that they've announced so far is Black Widow and Eternals. I'm sure. All this other stuff is just not officially announced. Yes. Is there a chance that we see uh, She-Hulk in Thor? Yeah, I think they uh, recently cast There's a chance you see She-Hulk in any of these movies. I'm saying they did just recently cast her. Um. Well, not only that, but the they in the most recent. Um, I don't know if it's an Avengers series or a Thor series. Like they confirm that they're in a relationship in the books. Oh, really? I I have not been reading that. Yeah, we'll have to look, but but. Uh, Bigger part though, again, this is the this is the, the the big gigantic boulder from Indiana Jones pushing everything back. Uh, now, Brian, you just brought up an interesting point, which was Wandavision, because we did just get a trailer uh, for for Wandavision, and yeah, that strange, was strange trailer, S- strange, but like I can't stop looking away. Like I've rewatched it like three times. I usually you can't stop looking away. Uh, yeah, can't stop. I put I play it, and then I just turn my head and like no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna listen to this. No, you're right. Yeah, I can't stop looking at it. I just keep, I just keep watching it. I and and, and like, there's nothing crazy about it that I'm like, why do I have to keep watching this? But I'm just really intrigued. It's the, no, it's because it's the only new Marvel thing we've it's gotten. It is in almost a year. When was the last Black Widow trailer released? Because that's the last thing you got. That's you know what true. though? I mean, like, I I have watched the trailer a couple times and incredibly well made. I just don't understand. What the hell's happening? Right, which is, I think, the point of this entire. Like, are they thing. trapped in something, and then all of a sudden they're flying? Well, like, do you want to get into the the like the ideas and the theories people? No, have No, not this? necessarily. I yes, just like I don't. I don't get it. So, so Black Widow, um, excuse me, Scarlet Witch has in the comic books always and very alluded to so far in the movies. She has these like reality shaping powers. She can make things around her like the way she wants them to be. So I'm guessing this is going to be a very heady, very like depressing show about how she is dealing with Vision's death by making an entire world where her and Vision live in like a sitcom life. And you're going to have like little moments that seem like I love Lucy and a little moments that seem like two and a half men and then little moments that seem like friends and like. It's going to be that. I get it. For uh, 10 episodes. When we first heard about this or saw a teaser or something, I said this reminds me of the John Ritter movie Stay Tuned. Right. Yeah. That, from, from from the early 90s. If you haven't yet watched that, you need to go watch that because it's like, it's like exactly right. what WandaVision is. I, I think that like the, uh, you're right. And, but if you're not going to do that, which, by the way, just do it. It's not that hard. Uh the idea is kind of like anytime you watch a, a show where someone's in, in a coma or like knocked out and then while they're having their vision, someone's just like, you need to wake up like it's, the entirety it, of the movie Grease. <laughs> no, not like the entirety of the movie Grease. I prescribe to that theory. OK, well, you you do that. Also prescribe yourself to some non crazy pills. So anyway, uh, 
I think this is going to be really kind of, I don't know, weird, interesting, but I, I hope not depressing, Brian. I, I hope it's not that. I hope it ends with like this weird, like, holy shit kind of moment. But I, I hope I'm not sitting there going, oh, I feel bad for her. Like every. No, every I think minutes. you will for, for 90% of it. Oh, I'm sure bad. they'll find a way to listen. Vision's a robot. What? I, I'm just saying, in case you all didn't remember, I know it's been a while. Been Vision's a, while. a robot and we can rebuild him. We can we can make him even better, stronger, faster. Yes, indeed. So I won't be surprised if he gets rebuilt by the end of this. But I think a lot of it is going to be her dealing with some trauma. Right. And trying to run away from that trauma. Right. In, in, in a world that she's created. The other part, too, is I, I saw is the little girl from Captain Marvel in this. Yeah, I read somewhere. Was that too, her? The, the, yeah, that that was that's supposed to be her. Yes. Interesting. There's so many little. I guess maybe this is why I'm watching. There's so many like little things that I keep noticing every every time I kind of watch it, or just uh, even seeing her in that you know in the in the classic costume, kind of dancing by the stairs. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so I, I'm very intrigued. I really hope this is gonna be cool. Uh, I'm very curious to see what implications this has on the MCU and how they're gonna do this. But again, in Feige, we trust. So like like I know the guys well, got the puzzle put together. Just. It still doesn't change the fact that they did push this up. This was supposed to come out after Shang-Chi. Right. In the middle of 2021. But I guess they had it all done. But they're not even done filming Captain America and Winter Soldier. They actually resumed filming on that. Yeah. And that was supposed to be out after Black Widow. So I'm guessing that this show does not have much of an impact on the universe at large. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to release it sooner. Just a thought. Who knows? Well, I mean, Kevin Feige does, but we don't. I mean, but, I mean, and the writers probably do. We still don't maybe have... even some of the actors. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a few, a few hundred people. people there's, there's a couple that people. know. They just all signed NDAs. They say they can't know. <laughs> right. Well, we can't say uh, there's no I release. will tell you who doesn't know. Us. That kind of nerd. Uh, that's very true. Uh, there's no release date either. So we don't have a date as to when this will be premiering on Disney Plus. But again, if you for some reason don't have Disney Plus, this is a thing that will now start giving you marvel stuff because we don't have marvel stuff so run to this and embrace it with open arms at some point watch all the subscriber numbers go up uh but now that we are done talking uh, about marvel let's turn our attention over to uh, dc over there which is going through a little bit of a thing uh what to start off with first is that we are going to be saying goodbye to supergirl on the cw with the end of the sixth season that will debut in 2021 it will be the last um I'm a little sad about this. This show has grown on me a little bit. Uh, and it's gone through a lot. Everything from starting on a different network to, you know, finally moving over to the CW and finally even tying in with, uh, you know, the, the rest of the Berlantiverse. Um, this is going to be interesting. Josh, I know you did not watch nor care for this show. Nope. Uh, but so, Brian, I, I open the floor to you. Supergirl ending after uh, six seasons. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm upset. I really enjoyed Supergirl and I love Melissa Benoist in this role. Um, I, I think. I think given the fact that we have a Superman and Lois show coming out, that it makes sense. Not because we can't have a Supergirl. It's just like Supergirl for the longest, like for these past five seasons has been. Let's take a classic Superman story and put a Supergirl spin on it. And now that I, I have that, then it, it, from a writing perspective, it probably is going to be a little bit difficult to keep them separate. 
So I guess at that point, you know, canceling it is the the best call. But I don't know. Like, as excited as I am for the new Superman show, I I really liked Melissa Benoist. And I really thought this character was was good. And I, I loved this in season one. And I was very highly enjoying it. Um, so, I mean, I'm sad to see it go. I'm interested to see how they wrap things up. And if they... I'm I'm curious if they just write her like out and like write her like she goes off planet or if they just keep her doing her thing and then maybe she'll show up in the Superman Lois show and cameos or what have you. That's what I'm thinking. I, I don't know. I'm thinking we'll get her for some crossover events. We'll get her for big things going on or, you know, maybe pepper her in every now and then. Uh, I, I think she'll be one of those. Hey, we need a MacGuffin kind of stuff. Supergirl like and, and see what we can we can do. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, this show took a while to grow on me. It like it, I did not enjoy the first two seasons the way that you did. So, uh, I, but I've come, I, 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 I came, I came around. Uh, uh, I enjoyed this. You, show. you, so you good. have been since day one advocating for the show. Yeah, but I, I mean, let's also face the fact: six seasons is a pretty good run for, it's a for great television. Run. It's a great run for a show like this in general. I mean, let's be real. Uh, Arrow got what eight? Yeah. Um, Flash is going into season seven. Mm-hmm. And this is sixties. This is solid run for a superhero show like this. You can't really say um, that you that any other live action superhero show outside of these Berlanti first shows have lasted that long. I mean, you had what four and a half seasons of of Lois and Clark. That's the closest you got. Yes. So. Yeah, so and Lois and Clark was a, was a Lois and Clark am, show. It I was am, not a Superman. show. I am rewatching that right now. I stopped. It's so great. Oh man, it's so it's so bad. It's good. They took it's Lex so Luthor bad. out in in season two. Yeah, he's like he's yep. he's in the first he's season. Done. He's in the second season, and then he's done. And then he's just yep. like he's in three other episodes after that. I'm, yeah. Speaking of Lex Luthor, John Cryer as Lex Luthor in this in this sh- Supergirl yes. show is great. Yes, he's fantastic. Well, John Cryer is good. I, mean, I, I I think he's next to he's been he's been a good actor for decades. Yeah, I know. I think he's one of my favorite Lex Luthers. Is my point. Oh wow! Like yeah, who do we got? We got Kevin Spacey, Gene Hackman. Um, I mean, if you include the animated series, Clancy Brown, right? And Eisenberg, and then Cryer, and who? Oh, and uh, I <laughs> Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> not right. Sure, not well. Lex Luthor. Anyway, um, so I mean, in regards of that, like. It's Clancy Brown and then John Cryer. I th- I think he was even better than Gene Hackman. Like, yeah, interesting. Very good. I mean, my point is the casting on the show was great. The stories were well done. It was a very positive, hopeful show. She was wonderful. I'm gonna miss it. You will be missed, Supergirl. But thanks for the fun. Thank, thank, thanks for the the good show. All right. I I hope everyone's got a helmet on. Uh, if if you have uh any any sharp objects around you, I would I'd remove them for a minute. Uh, and Brian, I want to make sure you're in a safe place because we need to talk about DC Universe. Uh, so for weeks, for months, ever since HBO Max has started to just gobble up anything that has to deal with the the DC world at large, the big looming question is what the hell is going on with DC Universe? What's happening with DC Universe? And now we have the official answer uh, from DC themselves. DC is going to close down DC Universe and instead make DC Universe infinite now. 
So basically the comic book aspect, uh, again, from what I just gleaned at, the comic book aspect of DC Universe will stay alive so you can read all your digital comics and uh, all that fun stuff on DC Universe Infinite. All the DC Universe originals and live action and, and the stuff that we have you know, ca- kind of come to like there will now just move to HBO Max. So HBO Max has yet again foiled something that has to deal with DC and AT&T and all that weird stuff. So Brian... Thoughts, feelings, Josh. I know you were also a, a, a an annual subscriber. I'm kind of curious as to how you guys feel about this, and more importantly, what's the future of you paying for this service and and your your money going to DC? I think for 75 bucks, it's it's a steal. I mean, <clears throat> especially when you consider what a comic book costs. If you're if you're going to read them and you don't mind not collecting them, um, this is a, a really good deal. Now. <sighs> Access to twenty four thousand books, right? Um, you know, DC's got to be over sixty thousand by now. So, like, I'm not really sure what that includes and what that doesn't. Um, and is in line with what Marvel offers at a a twenty percent, you know, premium. Basically, it's it's. I don't know whether the Marvel thing is worth uh, subscribing to. I don't. Um, but. I will probably continue paying for DC just to have the the access to all the books. one of the things that you said, Josh, about DC Universe was that it was one of the best digital comic reading apps on the market. It's it, it is uh, it, it's my favorite one. I, I haven't found um, and I've had paid comic book viewers, comic book readers, um, and I haven't liked any of them as much as I liked the interface that DC Universe used. So the million dollar question is if the access what was the access previously was it ten dollars a month for I paid before? I paid for the year so what was what was the year seventy five oh so it's the same cost so yeah okay so the same cost though but you're getting less stuff I mean is that I don't care about that though okay. like I, I it didn't because now you have to pay for HBO Max to get the shows and then you're right keep, but I mean the price for the comics. I'm going to have I, I'm going to have this. We would assume same, if not similar access through HBO Max, which I already have. Right. Um, but they're not going to give me all the books. I'm fine with it. Like, it doesn't really bother me. It's just one of those things that like eh, 75 bucks to read all the comic books I'd want to read. Sure. So provided they don't make any changes to the reading app, you're going to stay a subscriber to DC Universe Infinite now, right? Yeah. OK. All right. Uh, oh, Brian, I have been salivating waiting for you to, to talk to me about this and, and your thoughts and feelings good sir the, the floor is yours i waited for this moment to log in and cancel my account on air oh, 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 oh. wow all right no i i so i'm i'm at the i'm legit looking at the cancel my subscription page okay here's the thing when is this change supposed to take place uh the service will be available in North America in January and changing internationally in the summer of 2021. So January is the official end of DC Universe as you know it. Okay. So my, it uh, looks like my membership is already renewed for the year. And I, my, hang on, hang, hang on. There's a wrinkle. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It hasn't yet. It renews December 18th for the year. And Josh, you might want to look at your membership because this is telling me $59.99 annually. Oh, now. interesting. The article said. Oh. So yeah, the article definitely says seventy. I'm looking at fifty nine ninety nine annual renews on twelve eighteen. You might want to just take a quick gander yourself. But yeah, here's my thing. I, I'm looking at the DC Universe page right now, and then I have HBO Max up in front of me, and I still see things 
the, the, the migration hasn't happened completely yet. So I'm afraid if I cancel it now, that one day where I finally say, I'm going to watch Swamp Thing, I'm not going to be able to. Right. Um, so, and, and there's still things on here that are not on HBO Max, like the 90s Flash and Lois and Clark and Birds of Prey from 2002, which was a terrible show, but I would love to rewatch it again. Um, even some of the animes, like not all of the stuff on here is on HBO Max. So here's my stand. I will pay for this for one more year. It's going to be another 60 bucks. Great. I will pay for it for one more year. If everything that I see on here makes the migration to HBO Max and I can watch my Young Justice, Swamp Thing, all these older shows, then this is going out the window. I don't need it because... As much as I do love comic books, I usually, I prefer to go support my local comic book shop and buy the actual hard copies. I don't, I'm not a huge fan, even though the digital comic book reader is great. I'm not a huge fan of reading comic books that way. That's just my personal preference. Right. So no condemnation on Josh's end. I completely get why you would keep it for just the books. I am not going to do that if, in fact, all of this stuff ends up on HBO Max. If... That's not the case, then... But from what I'm reading from the, the very nice email that DC Universe sent me, <laughs> it seems like the, the, the story is everything movie and television related that's on here is going to go bye-bye and go to HBO, and this is just going to be a comic book reader. And if that does happen over the summer like it's supposed to, I'm out. Well, it'll be over the winter, so it's January 21st, I think they said, is when the transition's going to happen, that it's just going to become the... I thought you said something about over the summer. The summer for international users. Us, uh, us here in the, the good old US of A, we're, we're, this is a January 2021 thing. So really, if I want to get my money's worth out. So honestly, if I cancel it now, listen, if I cancel it now. Here's the other part. While you. I save $60 and I'll only have three weeks of not having that content. Right. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. While you mull this over, let me. No, I'm canceling it right now. Okay. Well, while, while you're canceling. On your recommendation. While you're canceling, let me read you some other uh, tidbits about this. Okay. Uh, if DC Universe fans end. want to start following uh, the film and television content on HBO Max, there is a special offer available that eligible subscribers will be uh, able to upgrade their, excuse me, upgrade their service to include HBO Max for an additional $5 a month. But that deal is only available from now through October uh, 30th of 2020. So if you don't have HBO Max and you're a DC Universe subscriber and want to grab HBO Max, it's only $5 a month, which is a, a pretty good deal. Good. I already have HBO Max. Great. So, so every DC Universe Infinite subscriber, existing members, or people who join during the pre-order window will also receive a $25 voucher for the DC shop. Or, of course, if you do it monthly, they give you less money. You receive a $10 voucher. So you can buy some, you know, DC swag. So they're trying to reward people by saying, hey, if you don't have Max, get Max for five bucks. You already have it. So not for you. But hey, also, here's some money to buy. Here's some DC money to buy some DC stuff. Go to the DC store. So they're, they're trying. But uh, I, I mean, so their answer to accommodate this bullshit decision is to give me twenty five dollars to go to their shop and buy a fifty dollar item. Yeah, right. And it, but but to so my, I still lose twenty five dollars. Right. And to my point earlier, when I said to Josh, hey, you know, it's the same price annually and you're getting less content. That's kind of a, you know, a jerk thing to do. Their answer is, well, if you don't have HBO Max, it's only five dollars. It retails for 15. So, like, 
a $10 savings for that. Okay, that's actually making me feel a little bit better. I mean, I'm still spending more money than I would have to. But, you know, that's that's not a bad way to soften the blow for this. But, yeah, the voucher is just like, hey, give us more. And, you know, here's a little bit of money, but you can't buy everything with it because it's only $25. I doubt they have a $25 item. So they have like some phone cases for yeah, 15. I know, but like it's not what we want. So uh, I anything I, that's cool is is over that. Oh, yeah. holy shit. Batman 80th anniversary phone case, thirty five dollars. There you, there, there you Batman go. Legacy phone case, so thirty five dollars. Your your like, your position is your position is this, Brian. You will hang on to your subscription that you Although have. They have a home decor section. <laughs> OK, <laughs> so your opinion, uh, Josh, is you're going to keep this going. You're you like the DC comics reader. You think yep. this is a good value for the, the, the you know, the way that you read comics. Brian, it seems like, hey, as long as all the content migrates over in January, I can go that one month that you have that gap without DC Universe to, to live your life. It's not worth renewing for a whole nother year just to get that month coverage. I mean, if if all if all of this content is going over to HBO Max, which sounds like it is right, it's what it's supposed to. Great. I'm but as we see with HBO Max, there's been a very big rolling aspect of this stuff, so we'll we'll see. So, right, but even if they roll out like a couple of like, even if I just get it a little bit at a time, I, if I get it, right? Yeah, yeah, you should be able to. <sighs> so here's the other part, though, coming to HBO Max. So again, stuff that should have gone to DC Universe, but now going to HBO Max is apparently we are getting a Suicide Squad spinoff starring the none other than John Cena. Uh, we're getting uh, okay. You're moving on to the next story. Yeah. I still need to know: should I cancel this? my subscription? I say cancel it in December. Go one month without it. If I cancel it now, it'll. It, I still have it till December 18th. Okay, yeah, then cancel it now because I paid for the year. Yeah, then cancel it now. Yeah, screw. Are you sure you want to cancel your? Here's here's the deal: cancel it now, right? If if it comes to December and you're still Jones in for stuff that isn't on HBO Max, one month of this is like eight dollars. Like, it's 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 worth doing this that one month than it is to do a whole year. Yeah, and I got Josh to tell me if any of the movie stuff is still there come January 1st. Josh, you're going to be my spy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the inside man there. All right. So I yep, am. No, nope, it's been canceled. It's done. Moment of silence. It's over. I barely knew ye. So sorry, DC Universe. I was excited for you. But then you, you screwed with my emotions. All right, we can move on. Right. HBO Max. Perfect. HBO John Max. Cena. Peacemaker. Starring John Cena. I guess he survives the movie. Uh, I have a feeling that he's not going to survive the movie, and this is just like stuff before he dies. I don't. You think it's a prequel? I have no idea. I'm I'm talking out of my ass. Apparently, James Gunn. James Gunn wrote this uh, while he was bored in quarantine. He was bored in quarantine. Productive. That's what you do when you're a writer. Yeah. Why the hell not? So come 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 into a streaming service near you in 2021 somehow. Production is supposed to start early in 2021, so we're we're not going to see this till way after the Suicide Squad. My apologies for not putting and then the we'll thud know in front. whether he dies or not. Uh, right, uh, which is supposed to be in August of 2021. Uh, so we'll we'll have a little time for this. Uh, I, we don't know the character, so I can't say. Are you excited or anything like that? But I'm excited for John Cena to be a supervillain in general. Yeah, give me ten episodes of that. Yeah, it'll be sure. a lot of fun. Yeah, okay. and he's hilarious he's he's a he is an underrated actor yep honestly like anything he's done has been highly enjoyable and let's be honest fast nine is supposed is going to be his breakout thing where just like the rock uh had his his breakout role with like 
Oh, what would it be? What's The Rock's big thing? Fast Five. Um, this is going to be the, the big thing for John Cena. How how dare you discount the Tooth Fairy in game plan? My point, my point is this. Yeah, Walking Tall, the rundown, the game plan was not what, like... No, was, what yeah, what fun. put the rock in everybody's house? Probably right? actually, it was probably ballers, guys. To tell you the truth, it was probably not ballers. It was definitely Fast Five. I think ballers. I think ballers made him an actor. I think the Fast and Furious stuff made him a star. A superstar. oh, fair. That's fair. That's right? fair. Right. I I think that's I think that's the caliber that we're going for. All and right. my point is, Fast Nine could possibly do the same thing for John Cena. Between that and the Suicide Squad, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be big. He's gonna start. Start, you know, get, getting some acting under his belt. At the end of the day, this is what's going to be the big stuff coming from HBO. Uh, sorry, coming from DC Universe over to HBO Max. These are the big things, right? Titans, you are going to have Swamp Thing uh, there, Brian. Sweet, because I, I still haven't watched it. The completely like forgotten Stargirl, which has just been like twisted in the goddamn forgotten way. It. Right? Young Justice. Good. That's the whole reason I signed up for DC Universe to begin with. We're going to have all the Harley Quinn shows, right? The animated Harley Quinn series. Have you watched that show? I haven't, but I heard very it's, good things from it's you. It's fantastic. Right? We're And then, of course, we're going to have the highly anticipated, I can't believe I said that, I'm reading an article, Snyder Cut of Justice League, which, by the way, just for two seconds, did you see the trailer for the Snyder Cut? Yeah. And they used, the fu- and they used fucking Frank Sinatra's My Way? Oh, piss off, trailer company. I Fuck had, you, you I pretentious a- douchebags. I had Popper Thornton uh, <gasps> picking my brain for my thoughts on, on the Snyder Cut or via text message. This, this is as much day. attention as I want to give the Snyder Cut. I'm just saying that that son, while Listen, right on the nose, fuck hey, you. First and foremost, I guarantee you it's going to be good. Like no, I, I, there okay. there is there is no doubt in my mind that this that this four hour epic won't be good, but. I just don't understand I, Warner I, Brothers I business do. making decisions. They're spending $70 million on reshoots. And More. Henry Cavill, not even part of the fucking reshoots. So clearly we don't need Superman what back What is going these? on with this movie? I, I'm sorry. This was not a topic. I, well, it's, it's not a movie this, anymore. It's, it's not, not a movie. It's a, it's a four it's hour. A, it's a four part miniseries. It's clearly, hey. clearly they already had all the footage for, for Henry Cavill, which probably makes sense because if, well, they, he was signed on for Mission Impossible. They probably shot all of his stuff as soon as possible and said, we don't need you anymore. Go ahead. And then Joss Whedon came on board and said, but I want to add stuff and brought him back. So I'm not surprised that Henry Cavill's not a part of the does, reshoots. Does that mean I'm not having Shrek face mustache removal Henry Cavill? Yeah, all, the movie? That entire scene is gone. Thank God. Because that was a Joss Whedon thing. I mean, that, that didn't. That didn't help the movie. It it it, it hurt the movie, but uh, but also that removing that will not make it better. <laughs> like this is going to be a dumpster fire. No, I'm first, I'm, first and foremost, it's not a movie anymore. Okay, you, it's an it, epic. It, 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 Secondly, put lipstick on a pig. Listen, listen. the The trailer, the trailer was good. The CGI could use a little bit more improvement, but other than that, the trailer was good. That's what the seventy million dollars is for. All right. Anyway, I don't want to million dollars is for for Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot to come out with their freaking face mask and reshoot. (sighs) All right. I want to move on. I want to move on to the world of TV and movies and the segment that we call screen to stream. Uh, Brian. CJ, you are our resident horror fan. Okay. Uh, It's the month of October or about to be the month of October. 
soon. This is normally when I would say, hey, Blockbuster, and well, look at all those movies that are coming out. It's spooky scary. season. Right. Uh, no spooky this season. Is the t- this is the time of year at Blockbuster where I would be setting up the Halloween wall. Right. Halloween is canceled. Uh, yeah. But uh, Blumhouse, the studio that brings you pretty much every really cool horror film that doesn't cost a lot of money, like, you know, Paranormal Activity, The Invisible Man recently that we all kind of enjoyed. Uh, is now I really enjoyed it. uh, It was a good movie. Is now uh, introducing four horror movies that are going to drop on Amazon uh, that they're you know lovingly putting as the Welcome to Blumhouse collection. Uh, I will say this: I'm not a a horror movie guy. That's that's not my thing. But Blumhouse, when they when they make these stuff pretty good, I'm I'm intrigued. Like Happy Death Day, big big fan of that movie. And these four movies, just from this trailer, caught my eye. I'd love to get your uh, your thoughts on, on this. This looks really interesting. I'm interested to know if this is their, like, if they're going to start, like, a horror anthology type series just under the Welcome to Blumhouse banner. And you can just do, like, hey, quick hour and a half, not theatrical. We'll, ju- we'll dump them all on a streaming service and we'll put it under this banner. Kind of like the way Tales of the Crypt was, just without right. the intro and outro. Um, I'm excited. I watched this trailer and I was, I mean... Very intrigued. There's some interesting stuff going on. Looks like two movies drop on October 6th and the other two drop on October 13th. Yep. So, so um, Black Box, Evil Eye, The Lie, and Nocturne, right? Yeah. Nocturne. yeah. And don't ask me what any of them are about, but they look very interesting. Well, that, I'm glad you said that, Brian, because uh, you're right. In the trailer that uh, that we put in the show notes, it's just kind of jumping in between different scenes. Just showing yeah, just kind of showing all of it stuff. together. However, the IndieWire article that we have in the show notes actually has a synopsis of all four movies. Uh, so you can kind of, you know, get your education on, on what's going on. But uh, just kind of, again, a cute little anthology. Blumhouse makes movies for like a nickel, right? And then like turns around real quick and makes a profit on them. That, that's their whole philosophy. Do something new. Do something cool with with genres of horror and, and, and make something happen. And, you know, they got a couple of misses, but they got a couple of hits. So Josh, as the person who I would never go to a horror movie with, because you would punch me in the face for some <laughs> reason, uh, wildly throughout the, the thing, uh, did this trailer intrigue you at all? Is there anything about these four movies that are no in the wheelhouse? Okay. No, no, no. How about from the business perspective of, listen, these were probably slated to come out or at out during this year or, Maybe early next year, but now everything's getting pushed back and dumped. And let's just put them on Amazon Prime and, and see if we can do that. What do you think about that as a as a business model, kind of for these small studios to at least still get their work out? Well, I mean, is it are they premiering on Prime as a like a premiere rental purchase thing, or are they going to be available for all Prime members? I'm going to assume they're going to be available for all Prime members. I, I do, then it doesn't do anything for the. Blumhouse, really? You don't mm-hmm. think Amazon just pile gives them a a, a a big dumpster of money and says, "Here you go." No, I think anything that is free to everybody who already subscribes doesn't do anything for the brand. They have to pay licensing to Blumhouse. Well, no, I get that. I'm not saying Blumhouse isn't making any money. I'm just saying that if it's free, right? There's, it's, I mean. You're already there. If you're gonna, if you're a horror fan, it's not gonna make you subscribe to Prime. Yeah, but we're if you also, don't already have it, we're also assuming that streaming services make money solely on who, what new subscribers they get. I, I don't know if that's true. I mean, it's a mystery how they make money. I, I just in general, but they, they've they got to that, be that's something. That's the bigger part. They don't. They're all in the red. I don't. There's, 
there's I gotta think, be something to the amount of views these things get. Well, sure, but like I don't think that anyone who isn't already interested in watching a horror movie is gonna be like, oh, it's on Amazon Prime. I'll watch it. Like, mm, probably not. No, but I mean, I, I, I'm talking to my wife about, hey, you know, this October we should watch a new horror movie every night. And like, this is a, a lot of people do that. And so like, it's nice to know that like, hey, I can jump around and like, hey, let's watch this one on Netflix. Let's go to this one on Prime. Let's watch something new. Like all all of that kind of stuff, you know, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't think anybody is subscribing to Prime because of this, but I right. do think that there's something in it for them. There's got to be. Otherwise, they wouldn't care. All right. Uh, I want to talk about this next trailer that we have in here uh, that I, I dropped in. It's called The Comeback Trail. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I was shocked to see this 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 cast. Right, We got Robert De Niro. Uh, we've got Zach, Zach Braff. Braff. Right. We've got uh, Morgan Freeman. Emile Hirsch. Thank you. I my Everything just decided to freeze on me. So I'm, I apologize for not being able to. Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. It looks... Really interesting. When I first saw this, though, I got very instant flashbacks. It's not and it's not like Space Cowboys or uh, some other, you know. So I'm glad you say that, right? Because this reminded me immediately of going in style. Ironically enough, starring Morgan Freeman also had Michael Caine and Alan Arkin directed by Zach Braff. Hence why my alerts were going up all over the place. Right. Which was basically an old man heist movie. Yeah. And it was, listen, I love Zach Braff. Mm, this reminds me more of, this reminds me of a dark version of Bowfinger. With murder. Murder. Sorry, I had to. I had to. Have you ever seen Bowfinger? Any Murphy, Murphy, Steve Martin? It's been way too long, I'm sorry. It's a very similar concept of we're going to make this fake movie and we're going to pull the wool over people's eyes type of thing. But like. The guy they cast is also like their biggest problem. Same thing here. It's just like they cast Tommy Lee Jones because he's a, he's a high risk guy so right. that they can make a t- ton of money off of him. But he's got like nine lives. Like no matter what you do, he's still he survives somehow. Yeah, I think it's a it's, it's a fun concept. It, and Zach Braff's perfect for a role like this. I, I'll watch it. And, and, and Zach Braff just I, I, I had to check it right. Uh, not producer. He's not directing. He's not involved with any of that stuff. He's just an actor in this. I, 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 I've, as I was watching this, this is two minutes and 46 seconds long, right? And again, my, my, my alert, my shields were all the way up. Like, you're never going to win me over. And the more and more I watch this, I'm like, God damn, I really think this movie is funny. Like, this looks good. I like this concept. I'm excited. I, 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 I want it to be in my life. Sooner rather than later. I, I, I definitely think this is going to be pretty fun. This is supposed to be coming to theaters in November of 2020. So I, I guess in VOD in six months after that, I, I, I'm i not 100% sure how I'm going to sit down and, and watch this. But uh, I'm definitely intrigued. Well, now that drive-ins are closed, we're screwed. Wait, drive-ins <laughs> are closed? Oh, right, because it's cold. It's, it's summer's summer. over. Yeah, summer summer's over. I went to the drive-in once. This is why summer. I want to make an indoor drive-in. That you just a, wouldn't be a drive-in. You, you would, would die, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you die? It, no. You, like, you make it like a football stadium. From the carbon monoxide. Yeah. I will find a way. We'll put garden hoses on everything, and we'll put the carbon monoxide outside. So you made a suicide booth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you just did. 
I'm just saying there's got to be a way to do it. You get out of your car in the parking lot and you go into another car inside. <laughs> oh, no, I got this. I got this, right? You you go, you leave your car, right? You go into this building. But instead of sitting in car seats because they're very uncomfortable or a lawn chair, you sit in a really comfy seat. Maybe it reclines or something like that. And then you can, like, sit there and watch the movie in, like, air conditioning. And I, mm, I just No, that's the never going to catch on. I just reinvented the movie theater. Damn it. You didn't reinvent the movie theater. You just said the same thing. It you described the here. movie theater, yes. Uh, also, Adam Sandler is continuing to sell his soul to Netflix, and he's making another movie, which I think looks really dumb and stupid. Someone this else is, has an opinion this on this. This is Adam Sandler's revenge for not getting an Oscar. Come on. I, I mean... Look, people are going to keep giving him money to make movies. It looks I mean, ridiculous. If you terrible. have a problem, just tell Netflix to stop encouraging him. Like, yeah, I, don't know I, I doubt... You. Listen... Every Adam Sandler movie that comes up, I thumbs down it. I don't even watch it. I just give is it a thumbs down. Is this still a part of his original, like, eight-film deal? This might be still a part of the same deal. It doesn't matter. They're going to keep... Like, like the problem is he gets the numbers for them. So he's, they're just going to keep feeding the algorithm and be like, Here, what do you want to do next? Like, I want to talk like this. I have a movie and then I want to throw sausage at somebody. Good. Go with it. Like, they're just going to... I watched that movie. Of course you would. I, I'm happy to see Kevin James working. I mean, I'm, I'm loving his 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 YouTube channel. Well, as, right as, now. Long as, as long as there's Happy Madison, Kevin James is going to have Kevin a job. James Same a as job. Rob Schneider. They didn't show him in the trailer, but I'm sure he's going right. to pop out. Saying, Steve, Steve Buscemi, Buscemi. He's in this movie. Tim Meadows. Steve Buscemi can live off that HBO money, right? He's 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 in it with Mark Wahlberg. He doesn't need Sandler anymore. Steve Buscemi is he's in it. He's in it for the art, my friend. Oh yes, yes he is. The man has his money. If he wants to drive cross-eyes and as drive long, a Ferrari, as, yeah, and as long it, as he can show up as a cross-eyed, like slack-jawed, yep. whatever, he's gonna do it. It's, it's still it's, weird. It's, Every time I watch Boardwalk Empire, then I see him. I'm just like, you're the guy who drove that Ferrari cross-eyed. You're the guy that uh, put lipstick on and, <laughs> yeah, right. and crossed laid people back. off. Of- <laughs> That's right. Ah. Uh, anyway. This looks terrible, but it's a Halloween movie and people love Halloween movies. And apparently Netflix and Adam Sandler, I he must have dirt on somebody, right? He's, that's the only explanation I have. No, dude, people genuinely like people his movies. Like I him. like Adam Sandler. He's I don't like good. his movies on Netflix. They suck. Uncut Gems didn't suck. Uncut that Gems wasn't a was Netflix fantastic. movie. That was an A24 movie. No, it, yeah, it was A24. Oh, okay. A24 makes great movies. Yeah. So whatever. So be it. It's there. Yay. If you like Halloween movies, you love it. If you're watching Hocus Pocus for the 90th time, at least now you can watch this and watch something different. This I, is just, it's just Hotel Transylvania, but live action. <laughs> it's, I hear Hotel Transylvania movies are good, though. The, yeah. the first one was okay. The first one's I don't okay. know. I, I, it, I gets, the it goes real downhill real quick. I'm sure. I'm sure it plummeted. Yeah, but, it's, you it's know, it, it, that's what I, like, I saw the trailer. I was like, it's just Hotel Transylvania. Yes. Now, Josh, this next Netflix thing is 100% up your alley. And Brian, I guess this is where you tune out and you walk away for a little bit. Or I say something that you both will get angry at me for. We'll okay. see. There is a very popular award-winning podcast called Sound Exploder. Uh, Sonic Spoiler, my apologies, uh, who is now getting their own official Netflix show. And this looks really great. This is uh, diving into artists with like Alicia Keys, Lima Memoranda, R.E.M., uh, so many other artists and kind of breaking down their songs. They're breaking down from the musical elements to the writing, just really kind of examining and, and exploring how a song goes from conception all the way to execution and also what happens afterwards. 
Uh, it's going to premiere on October 2nd on Netflix. Uh, I'm really excited about this. I used to listen to this podcast. I have a great episode, Brian, about the theme of Bob's Burgers, which is totally like right up your alley. I think you'll really enjoy it. But Josh, okay. knowing you're the music guy, what are your thoughts on this? And not just um, – I'm not just in it for the music. Uh, it, Netflix uh, does this type of, of series really, really well. So like this is in the same vein as Chef's Table um, – uh, the playbook, which is uh, like a sports uh, the, where the coaches are talking about the process. Sure. Um, it's exactly ugly, it, delicious. It, yeah. Ugly, delicious mind of a chef. Like it's, it's all sort of in that, in that, in that realm. Um, and Netflix does it incredibly well. These are not all the people I, I'd want to like see, sure. but it gives me hope that there'll be more, um, you know, bringing people in with Alicia Keys and Lin Lin Manuel Miranda, um, Michael Stipe, like that that seems cool. Um, Netflix has has done this kind of thing very very well, so I'm excited to see it. Um, I just I'm hoping for a a better, maybe you know, more eclectic, not so. This is all very current. How do you grab people in right now, right, to make them interested in this? You get them the right. sugar, right? You just you just pour a bunch of flashy lights and, and confetti on them, right? And then they're hooked. And then season two is let's go to the deep cuts, right? No, and, and look, as a like one of my favorite documentaries of, of probably the last ten years, um, and it it's it's a musical one, is is it might get loud, um, which is um Jimmy Page, Jack White, and the Edge. And it, like, there's something about listening to these artists discuss the process and show you how things come to life, and that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty intimate thing for a lot of these artists. So, like, you know, I'm 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 definitely interested to see, especially uh, Lin Manuel Miranda's process and 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 how he talks about it, and and that's that's why I'll watch. While Lin Manuel Miranda was a big big draw for me. I'm actually more excited to see the Alicia Keys thought process because I think she's incredibly talented and, and she is super talented, very smart. And I, I, I really want to get into the anatomy of how she puts things together. And more importantly, I, I think for her, I, the, the creative part after the song's out, right after it's, it's, it's there. And it's something that you are now in your repertoire. You start singing on it. Uh, very interested to, to see what about this. This is also a guy. Uh, uh, this is also the co-host of the West wing weekly, Josh, uh, so if you want to get a, another podcast on your belt, the Whispering Weekly is a fantastic show. All right, gotcha. Brian, this is where I turn it over to you and you somehow take a shit on this or just say this is boring. And why are people listening to this? No, I'm not going to take a shit on it. Like we, we all know that music's not my my big driver. I actually, surprisingly, I enjoy a lot of music do- uh, documentaries. I watched. Um, what was that one you had me watch, Josh? The Defiant ones. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just be skipping the Hamilton episode. That That's it. I uh, okay. His his stuff is way beyond, way beyond okay. Hamilton. I, I get it, but he'll be talking about Hamilton, and uh, it was not my thing. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know, man. I I, th- I don't think it's just but about I, that. I I think you'll. I think you will be very interested, Brian, about how how he did that. What the thought process was was like. We'll see. Did you watch? Um. Did you watch the Beastie Boys? Not yet. No. Special yeah. on. Neither of you have watched that. It was what Apple TV. It, it's on Apple, Apple TV, TV, right? Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. The Defiant ones was excellent, but that was a uh, it was an HBO thing, right? That was HBO, yeah. Um, which was you know, I mean, anytime you get like Dre and Jimmy Iovine together, again, t- there's two icons, um, both in in process and in just 
you know, the music industry in general. But selling a brand for like two billion dollars. Yeah, they're smart. <sighs> right. But watch. So watch the Beastie Boys thing. Yes, I, I'm interested in in Alicia Keys. I just I think no, that, I get your yeah. I think her process is a whole lot more collaborative with others, right? Than um, just one man, yeah, figuring all that by himself. I mean, Lynn yeah. wrote yeah, the yeah, music. Yeah. The sco- I mean, like he did pretty much everything for it. So yep, I, I'm very interested. If if this is something that excites you, there is a, a podcast for this too that is really good and has a lot of great episodes. Find a song that you like, and there's probably an episode for it, and you kind of go through it and be surprised. Okay, uh, I saved the big one for last. Uh, we got finally the teaser for season two, The Mandalorian. Whew. Guys, this is the way that you drop a trailer. This is the way. Oh, I didn't mean that. Eh, happy accident. All right. I, I, I still know nothing, but at the same time, um, I, I am fully erect, so I don't know what <laughs> to do. I, I, just, I have to wait for October 30th, and that's unfair. Uh, so This is going to be wonderful. And not just because the child the character's name not baby yoda the child baby yoda. is adorable but oh my gosh just he like i'm so happy with the way they're portrayed this character he is so it's just so interesting to watch yeah and a rumor is you know we'll have a little boba fett cameo in this so i'm interested to see how that works but this trailer is awesome just Ta- awesome talking about you know, we just talked about Sonic Exploder. Uh, I'm actually watching this trailer. Right Go good. Ahead. Uh, no, keep know, talking. Examining how the songs are made. The process in which they filmed this yeah, show. For the record, if they could do a documentary about like movies and television like that, I'm all about that. There's a feature. There's a featurette for uh, The Mandalorian that breaks this. But what's really cool is that they 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 don't use a green screen in this show. They use this half dome. That yeah, is full I of LEDs, this. and then they use the Unreal Engine, the video game engine, yeah. to load up the the actual scenes and the the sets essentially. So, because he's wearing armor like that, you get the natural light bouncing off of him, and it looks real, and the actors feel that it's real. But it's just so damn cool to see the way that they used tech that was designed to make video games is now becoming like, hey, this is a thing that can make like a beloved, amazing, technically uh, advancing TV show. That's and technology that can cool. be used for a lot of stuff. Moving so forward. many stuff. It, it was experimental on season one, but now, like when you have the Avengers fighting Thanos, you can actually do that shit with yeah. that technology. Um, it's got to be a lot easier. Not like it's got to be easier on the actors. Oh yeah, to 100%. like get in that place, right? Yeah. And like instead of a tennis ball or a man wearing a dog suit like that Harrison Ford movie, yeah. he was a, it was a fucking man in a dog suit. Sorry. Yes, this looks awesome. So I haven't I haven't finished the first season yet, but um, with the there's there's looks like there's some cast being added to this season. Timothy Oliphant joins the cast. Michael Bean joins the cast. Um, God, and then I forget you're the guy who have, plays Gus in. Michael Bean? Oh, is that his name? No, I thought it was something else. <sighs> no, he plays Kyle Reese in the original Terminator. Yeah, no, the guy who plays Gus in Breaking Bad, Frame, who plays Frame, he's in this. Giancar- Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, he, there he we go. In the first season. Yeah, he was at the very end. All right. Sorry, um, so that, and then you have uh, Robert Rodriguez directing at least one of these episodes. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard's directing an episode. That's kind of cool. So uh, 
I mean, it looks cool. Obviously, I'll get around to finishing the first season and then checking this out. The episode that she did in season one, Josh, is really good. You haven't finished the first season. I knew. I figured someone else would do this. It's why? Just my guy. I have seen you. Like I have visually seen you binge like a thirteen episode series in a a weekend. Because you I didn't can't get like, through these eight episodes. No, nah, I like I just it, I didn't think it was all that good. You are fucking killing me. No, I, I didn't. I'm you literally want me to die. You want? I'm going to stop. You know what? You know what? <laughs> no, that's fine. I I could I could hit below the belt, but I won't. I won't. Well, I mean, you're not one to talk. I mean, I've seen you binge a bunch of series, and you still owe me something for over a year. So I don't want to hear it. No, 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 I'm I sorry. Something still. I, I think you I think you may have stepped on you your own. You think some, I owe you that still? Uh, you do. You still owe me that. Okay. You know, 10 years from now, we're going to be discussing this bet, and I'm going to tell you that I watched it long, long ago. Anyway. So anyway, Josh. Yeah. Do do yourself a favor. Do us a favor. Do the world a favor. No, no, no. no. Don't convince him. Just no, let, no, no. let him get to it. Don't watch it and let Brian get really agitated. This will be uh, great. You know, no, you you do you, Josh. Go ahead, go ahead and watch the same show for the eighteenth billion it's, time. I just look. And don't, I, and then don't watch eight episodes. You I'm know not what, Josh? watching you need stuff to watch, that I have to pay attention. You to. need to watch all seven seasons of West Wing again. Like, I haven't. I feel like I'm in the middle. Of you that. haven't done that. I, I no, I've done it since yeah, since March. I've done that. Um, I. I I have not watched anything that I really need to pay attention. I haven't watched Enola Holmes. Um, oh, I watched that last night. I, I have not. I have not watched that yet because I. I can't. Like I just don't have the attention span. If um, like it was hard for me to get through season two of uh, the Umbrella Academy, and I don't understand the concept of Amazon Prime dropping the boys one episode at a time. I'm honestly but waiting until they're all out, and then I'm just gonna. Here's watch the best part about that. Here's the best part about that right now. If you start doing the boys, you know, one episode at a time, I know it sucks, but if you do that, when you end, the next week is Mandalorian season two. So I'm just saying, you can just roll right into this. Hmm. But it's also <laughs> worth to not watch it because then Brian gets angry. And angry Brian is, is, is. No, you know what? I, you get this one moment of slight agitation and then we're done. I don't, you know what, Josh? I love you, bro. I love you. You live <laughs> your life, man. You do you. I think I was just about to say. I think that you do you. As long as what you're doing involves the Mandalorian, you do you, man. <laughs> this is the way. Well, now that we're done talking about the Mandalorian, oh, let's turn our attention to my favorite hobby. I haven't done this in a while. I go around the internet. I find the weird. I find the obscure, and then I ask these two yahoos here for their tech perspective. And I'm starting off with Ring. We all know Ring. It's an Amazon company. They make the doorbell, and it's got the camera on it, and you're like, hey, how are you? And then they do weird stuff. So they've just announced a, a slew of uh, new products that are coming to Amazon. we got some new Echo Dots, right? we got the one that has the clock on it. We've got the uh, the new Ring. we got the new Wait, modem. We've a also clock? Stop the presses. Stop the presses, right? Uh, we've also got the, uh, the Amazon drone that goes in your house, and that's the part where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So... There's a very odd video that's inside the uh, the show notes there. I, I definitely recommend that you check it. But here is the concept. Let's say someone breaks into your house. Let's say there's something going fishy while you're not home. Well, that is where the new, <laughs> I can't believe it is saying this, the Amazon Ring drone camera comes into play. It will then notice, hey, there is a sensor that tripped. This drone flies out of a dock, flies around your house by itself, 
goes to the area where there's a problem, hopefully in- encouraging the intruder to go, what the fuck is that? And then run away and then flies back to its dock all by feeding you a live video in your house. This will, of course, set you back $249.99 when it arrives in 2021. No, this is how Skynet starts. You already put Alexa in a microwave. Get out of here with this. It's that episode of The 11th Doctor where all the boxes came. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it, the episode, I think, uh, is called uh, the like the Day the Doctor Stayed or something like that. Sure. And uh, the boxes collect all of our uh, biometric uh, type uh, information and uh, then kill us. And that's basically what I, this I, like, I, like this is straight out of a Black Mirror. Was that episode. the 11th Doctor? Yeah, it was Matt Smith. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he stayed with uh, Amy and uh, Rory. For, gotcha. Right. I gotcha. All right. Anyway. Yeah, no, I, I don't. If someone broke into your house and they saw a drone, well, scary. You just slap it. Yeah, you, you just, just hit slap it. Game it. over. Right. Right. I, I use something to break your door. Oh, a flying thing coming at me with no humans? Like, there's no if gun I'm breaking in, I probably am already wearing a mask, right? right. Not only do I want to protect myself from whatever germs you might have in your house, um, I'm, you know, I'm burglaring. Yeah, that's one I'm, industry they really don't talk about being effective. I'm burgling you, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to slap your drone yeah. in the face. According to the ring. Do you think burglaries have gone down? They must have. Yeah, was, everybody's, well, everybody's home. home all the time. Yeah. Well, you know what? The home invasions have gone way up. Those poor burglars. <laughs> yeah, you clearly, you clearly the need to cut this suffering. out. We need clearly laws need to, to get back to burglars. But I was just thinking. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, you I guess you're right. There are there are going to be no Home Alone movies coming from a quarantine perspective. How sad is that? Kevin McAllister would have rocked. Or will there? All the time. Will there be? Okay, here's your concept. Oh, no. Home Alone, hashtag quarantined. Sure. All right. The family went on vacation without Kevin again, but it's okay. We're going, we're coming right back. We landed, we're about to head on another plane, and then boom, lockdown happens. Now sure. they have to stay wherever they are, and Kevin is home alone for eight months. <laughs> hashtag quarantined. I'm, I'm worried about you. Are you okay? That's a good concept. I'm going to pitch that to Disney. Can someone get Brian a glass of water? Is that possible? I think he may be dehydrated. I have a La Croix. Oh, well, there we go. Wait, what flavor? A a, a Raz Cranberry La Croix. Josh, did you you slur your speech when you were driving by the truck? You you started to say raspberry, but then changed it to cranberry mid-sentence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I changed my mind, right? I was like, oh, God. Raz Cranberry. 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 No, 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 no. no. Don't type it up. Damn it. Oh, crap. (sighs) All right. There was one other thing. Uh, Brian, this is kind of in your wheelhouse a little bit. They also announced a game streaming platform called Luna, which is going to be $6 a month. Currently, just early access, so no, no big details. Very similar to Google Stadia. And it's going to be launching with... Resident Evil 7, uh, Biohazard, Sonic Mania. You and mean the, the the games that have been out for three basically years nothing now that I yeah. already own? Yep. But this is a thing where, hey, you just buy the controller, it's $50, and then that's all it you need. It can epically fail like Google Stadia did? Yeah, pretty much. That That's happening. But the controller looks nice. It looks pretty. I'm going to get a PlayStation 5 and build myself a PC, and I'm set for life. All right, and our last story for the day. Oh, it's just always fun to, to beat up on somebody when they're down. Let's talk about Quibi. 
Because uh, no one has Quibi. T-Mobile just tried to give me another six months of Quibi for free. And I was like, nah, yeah. I'm good. I'll, I think I'll, I'll pass on it. I wasn't that impressed with Dismantled. Sorry. <laughs> so here's the question. Does anybody have any pocket change? Because apparently Quibi is available for sale now. No, no, it's not. I bought it. Oh, you did? You yeah, there that. was a bunch of. No, you know, when you. Uh, when 30 you, cents. <laughs> when, you, when you get your car detailed. Yes. Uh, and the, the place leaves all. All of the change they found in your center console there. It's very nice of them, by the way. Bought Quibi. Oh, all right. So here's well, my question. all in one place, you probably knew where it was now. That's good. So, yep. so here's my question. What do you do with it now? Oh, it's I'm going to turn it into um, a, a, a new social network where it's, it's basically like you're recording. It's just FaceTime, right? So no sure. music. No, it's and it's only it's uh it, it senses your face yep. and starts recording, but I only want people to post videos while they're taking a the shit. We're still gonna call it Quibi. So Perfect, taking a Quibi, you can take a Quibi. We're, we're, right. we're gonna keep this the is what I've been you're gonna watch about. other people's facial expressions as they shit while you shit. Now let me ask you a question. The, the the big selling point of Quibi was you could turn your phone right the other way. And then content still played. So if I turn the phone and shove it up my ass, they can still watch it, right? <laughs> but you know, you're gonna you're gonna turn that some bitch sideways. Turn that some bitch sideways. Just get it in there. Is the only right way you're your gonna get me quibby in on this. Yeah, one. absolutely. Oh my god. So there's talks of hey, maybe TikTok should buy Quibi. Let, don't open up that can of worms right now. Are you an idiot? Listen, uh, YouTube my, should buy Quibi. No, they should. I just need to state that my statement of. Watching Quibi while taking a Quibi just takes on the whole new meaning with the fact that Quibi is now worth shit. <laughs> so now I'm taking a Quibi while ejecting a Quibi. That's all I'm saying. It's perfect. It's Quibception. Quibception. Quibiception. Quibiception. No, Quibception. Quibception was right. Quibception. Quibception is going to start all of your favorite Hollywood actors. <laughs> While they have 10 minutes to spare during quarantine, making odd facial expressions while taking the camera to the next person's house. It's going to be a two hour long epic. It's going to end with Leonardo DiCaprio and you won't know what the heck just happened. Will you do me a favor? Will you release the Snyder cut of that afterwards? Because I definitely want to see what, what Zack Snyder Well, the good part is all the cut footage is of Zack Snyder, so oh, we're just going to throw that back it in ends, there. It ends with the toilet paper roll just spinning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Listen, oh, there, good. there were... There were people who were who were defending Quibi uh, when, I, when I posted this on, on social, and the, you know, the big complaint, the big point I had was, hey, man, this thing is designed to be mobile and on the go. And, you know, now we're locked down and, you know, that really hurt him. OK, well, option no, number one is the quality of the content. I, I say, yeah, op I option number no, one, like, don't release no. it. <laughs> Just don't release it. Like, if, if, if it's designed Quib to be mobile, Quibi should have been the one business that profited from everybody being quarantined. Put it on, be able to put it on your TV. But no, if you don't have that built in. Adding Chromecast Listen, and Apple TV playback to an app, it should not be that hard. We bought so much toilet paper as a country. <laughs> Quibi should have been able to ride that wave to success. Ooh, I don't like the visual of that one. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, this isn't it. There's, I, I can't think of one must-see. I understand Quibi won some Emmys. Uh, the other day. Also, who gives a shit about the Emmys? So, like, good job on you on, on winning your Hollywood award, but no one watched your shit. Like no one, no one cared. So just you know, 
sorry, Quibi, it's time to go quietly into that good night. It, it, it's time to leave. You, you have to go. All right. Well, listener, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Hey, as a special treat for you right now, I put a couple of new T-shirt designs on shop.thatkindofnerd.com. Check the show notes right there. All T-shirts are now 20 bucks. So if you want to buy a T-shirt, go for it. And I made a zip-up hoodie because it's starting to get cold outside. And I figured you would want some, you know, our faces plastered on your chest somewhere to, to keep you toasty. Anyway, so thank you so much for making us whatever it is that we are to you right now. We, we appreciate just being in your life right now. So thank you so much. And we will talk to you in two weeks. Bye. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. Uh, uh, wow, it's been a while since I've done this. I uh, Indeed. Hope I remember how to do all this stuff. Been a while. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to Hey Did You See. Damn it. Nope, nope. <laughs> wrong, wrong show. My bad. All right. That's not even the way you injured that show. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, hey, did you see? And then whatever the thing was. That That's fine. You know, I, yeah. I, 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 I think can, this is. I can talk. <laughs> I, I I'm I might have something to add <laughs> as someone who knows the source material. We just talk and then when you start making good points, I stop talking. This is how this always works. It's we're rusty. Keep going. Apparently we're very rusty. Um